You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome back. It's episode 22. Uh, it's a couple weeks into the season now for the Hockey Evan podcast. Zane, Ben, it's Halloween. How was your guys' Halloween? Um, it was pretty uneventful. It was it was good. Um, no crazy parties? No, I, I, I know you guys saw, uh, uh, I don't know no one else saw, but you guys saw that I went as the Canucks and my girlfriend went as the Stanley Cup, so. Oh, yeah. Wait, waiting on those uh, to come true, those dreams to come true. Did but, you get uh, chirped at all? good. Uh, not really. We're, I'm down in Arizona. Not, not a whole lot of people know that uh, we've never <laughs> actually won true. a cup. So that's, that's true. That's I'm true. sure you've seen that Snapchat though of that Leafs player who dressed up the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah. Is oh, yeah. Stanley- yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, see that. <laughs> I didn't see that. It was just a picture of like pretty much Ben's costume, but it was just a Leafs jersey instead. And the oh, okay. Snapchat caption was, "She's never going to go home with him." <laughs> oh that's great that's fantastic yeah thank god i didn't make the rounds on twitter like that <laughs> well, about... i was debating to do it to you but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you zane how was your halloween i think you went as a penguin didn't you yeah it was, it was a penguin onesie that i that's one of my solid. friends had and it was, yeah it was fun it's a good time well, I'm like the Grinch for Halloween. I, I can't stand it. So I, I locked myself in my basement. Where, where I live, we got like 300 kids every year. Uh, people like come and drop their kids off and they go around this little community that I'm in. And it's it's just hell. So yeah, turn the lights off, watch hockey, go in the basement <laughs> with the dogs. That's, I, that's, that's I, don't, I don't blame you. I'm not a huge fan of Halloween either. So yeah. I don't blame you. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's just, I, I just think it's kind of silly. I don't know. I, I get it's fun for the kids, but at a certain point. Yeah, know. it kind of gets old. Big Christmas yeah. guy, though. I'm, I'm ready for that now. I'm down for the Halloween parties. Like Those are awesome. It's a, just a good time to get together. and Those are fun. fun. Those are fun. Those are fun. Absolutely. Well, it's my birthday next week, so I got my birthday before I got my uh, got, the, got the Christmas stuff going on. Oh, that's nice. That's so, nice. You get a little yeah. Thanksgiving birthday Christmas little streak there. Yeah, I know. It's kind of nice. And, but then it's like, I, I, I kind of like burn out, and then I have nothing for like a while, you know? That's true. That's <laughs> it's true. Kinda, yeah, it, yeah, it takes a while to get back to it, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, let's let's actually talk about the hockey here. Uh, last episode, we kind of ended off uh, with Zane saying how he was going to talk about Lucic and uh, his struggles and kind of, I think, why he kind of fell off a cliff there. So I'm going to hand the, uh, well, I guess not hand it, but give the mic to Zane here and, and let him kind of go into what he wants to talk about here. I'm kind of excited to hear what he has to say. So. Yeah, no- he has okay, so he does have three points on the year. That is two more than what I thought he had. Uh, so within 15 games, three points minus three, and this is again just not a good start for Milan Lucic. This like he was supposed to bounce back in Calgary, as they they said, and it, when he came to Edmonton in 2016 for the 16-17 season, he came as advertised. He put up 50 points, 23 goals. He was a presence on the ice every single time. Like it, it was back to his Boston days 
where you know he was a force to be reckoned with people weren't messing with mcdavid because he was there like it was awesome and then the oilers acquired patrick maroon at the deadline he was a little bit faster he did kind of the same thing as lucic did and he got promoted to that top line and lucic decided that you know he needed to get faster i guess that was the word on him that people have been talking about like he's slow he's not good with the skates like he can't keep up with the new era of the game like with how fast new players are going and over the summer he did he got faster and what he didn't do was improve his puck skills so now that he could keep up with the game his hands couldn't so he was always mishandling the puck turning it over and it just led to a disaster of a season where he only had 10 goals in 82 games. And this was yeah. not the Lucic, you know, that people knew. Like, he he lost confidence pretty early on because he kept mishandling the puck. And, and that's kind of continued. And I think there's like a... People still think he's slow. But he's not actually slow. He can... Once he gets going, he can move really fast. It's just he can't stick handle. He misses wide open nets because he just can't get his stick on the puck. It's yeah, it's not good, and people just think he's slow. And like that's the that's the word about Lucic. He's slow. He's slow. He can't well, do this. But I think there's that. also I think there's also a misconception too, where it's like um, every, every, people people always chirp it and are hard on Lucic, right? But it's not because I think he can't play in the NHL or he's like a bad bad player. It's the fact that like he's making what is it five and a half million dollars a year six million dollars a year he's making six uh they're paying him 5.25 i think yeah so like that's why i'm hard on him if he was like a two million two to three million dollar guy that played on the third line and like that was his role like i, I don't think there'd be any problem with him if he's a guy who gets like 300 hits a year and shot shots on goal and he's in front of the net uh he protects your guys like there's not he's kind of like a ryan reeves then right like there's, there's nothing wrong with that but um for the $6 million price tag that comes attached to him, that's where there's a bunch of problems. If you can't produce, then it's just... But yeah, but nowadays, is he even worth a minor league, like a or not a minor league deal, like a league minimum deal? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I watch, I watch his games against when he plays for the, the Flames now, and um, he's playing on the second power play, and he's actually pretty good in front of the net. He's he's screening, he's doing stuff, he's making solid passes, like... It's there's no there's no fault on him. Um, he's winning puck battles on the boards. Um, the the thing with him though is, it, whenever he has the puck and he's going to enter the offensive zone, he dumps it in. And I'd like to see him try to carry it in a little bit more. Use his he size. Can't carry it. Puck. He can't stick it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's the problem, right? Where where we're talking about the new age of NHL. That's where it's not that Lucic can't keep up. It's that Lucic doesn't have the the puck protection to match his his body size. Like if he could if he could protect the puck and drive wide, he'd be fantastic, but we well, just can't do that anymore. Would you guys rather have like a, a veteran minimum contract for Lucic or would you rather have Ericsson? I know we've kind of talked about it before, but now kind of see I'd rather have Lucic. You think so? Yeah. Just for like the physicality that he brings? Yeah, and he's also like I think he's a pretty good team guy and uh yeah, he's great. He's actually pretty good in front of the net, so. And I I agree. I think I'd rather have Lucic as well. Uh, yeah, being, so, being the Oilers fan and having Lucic for the past couple of years, I'd rather have Erickson just because it's different. You haven't watched Erickson play, I think. He's, Erickson is a ghost. Well, he's been he's been in the press box most of the year. He's only got he's yeah. only got three games in. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather have Lucic, I think. Um, is that is that is that your whole thing you wanted to say about Lucic there, Zayner? Yeah, pretty much. Just wanted to clear up, you know, like people thinking that he's slow when it's his actual like stick handling ability that's holding him back. Yeah. So what you're saying is basically that Edmonton ruined another player. Oh, probably. Player, yeah. And uh, yeah. the media got to him in Edmonton. <laughs> Jesus, he's slow man. and he needs to get faster. Wow. Okay. Well. Um. Let's go into some injuries that have, that have happened around the league here. There's been some big ones. Uh, Tarasenko's out for five months. Landis Cog, Rantanen, three three pretty big names there, all out. Um, it's really where do you guys want to start? Where do you guys want to start? Tarasenko or with the abs? Start with the abs because there's two of them. Okay, let's go abs. So Radson's out week to week with an ankle injury. That looked um, so bad too. Yeah, it looked like one of those, you know, those, I can't remember what movie it's from, but those dolls that like turn their head all the yes. way around and face oh, the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, that was oh. basically his ankle. Oh. It was like facing the wrong way. It was no, it's gruesome. just week to week. I thought it was a Yeah, it's, it's week to week apparently. That's so. actually like. Not bad. That's yeah. best case scenario when you yeah, see definitely. something like that happen, when your foot's facing almost the wrong way. Like, yeah, definitely. That's, that's tough. So and especially because they have other injuries as well. Like he's oh, not yeah. the only one there. Landis Cog's now gone. Yeah, yeah. Landis Cog's yeah. out indefinitely. We don't have a timeline on him yet. Um, which so is it's kind Nathan of Nathan McKinnon makes show. Nervous. Yeah, it's it's McKinnon. It they moved Cog up to the first line there. Now they got Joe on the second line. So how like right, I, saw, abs- I think I saw Ben pick up Matt Calvert in fantasy. <laughs> I did. I did. That's also because Ferrell just went on the IR. The um. The Avs are like they played last night against Florida. Uh, I think they lost three two. If I'm, if I'm, or two nights ago they played Florida. Sorry, I think they lost three two. So, is is this kind of going to be the trend with them? You think? You think they're going to struggle here for a bit? Because um, I I don't know how they can keep up their. I mean, any team that loses two of their top three players is going to struggle for a little bit. That's that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like without those two guys, their forward core probably becomes one of the worst in the league, right? Uh, they still have they still have Kadri, you know they they, they have Kadri and, and McKinnon. That's 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 pretty much it, right? And then after that, they have like Joe, Donskoy, and Burakovsky. So I, I wouldn't say one of the worst in the league. It was bottom half for sure, but that happens to anyone when they lose their two superstars. Yeah, two of their superstars. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see what McKinnon can actually do here. You know, like <laughs> if if he's gonna. Take it to the next just level. Take it to another level and prove that, like, hey, I'm good by myself. I don't need the these other two are more complimentary. Or if it's uh, it's going to be like, effort. yeah, I kind of I kind of do need them because you know what time it is. It's time for him to show if he is better than Sidney Crosby. Oh, oh yeah, that's that is a good comparison. Because now, if he can do it by himself, I mean, I think that's time to hand the number two player in the league title and, to Nathan McKinnon. I mean, he had two points against against Florida. They he, lost by one goal. They lost four three in overtime, so they got a point. Um, and then they lost to the Anaheim Ducks. I think it was five two. Let me look at the exact. Yeah, yeah they, they lost five two. They have a decent cushion. They're eight two and two. You know, they can still walk away once they get their guys back. You know, in still a decent spot. So, yeah, yeah. They, they they did a really nice job for themselves uh, by yeah. giving them that cushion early on. And so even if they struggle for a little bit, go more like 500-ish until these mm-hmm. guys get back, that's going to be okay. So, yeah, he had three points in the two games where both those guys are gone with, with his like sidekicks kind of gone. So um, that's that's going to be a positive look for, for Avs fans. I mean, that's that's over a point per game. What more can you ask, right? So Yeah, he's good. They, um, got, a, they got a stud on their hands. 
a stud. Yeah. So which one do you think is is more detrimental though? Do you think Landis Cog being out or Ranton? I think it's Randon. I think he and Randon yeah, are like the Randon. dynamic duo. Uh, so I, I think it's Randon. I think it's a bummer for Randon too because hopefully he doesn't like linger and yeah. hurt his contract because you know he's, he's a UFA heading into this year. At the uh, same you know, time, it, like you're missing your captain in Landis. That, I was just gonna say, yeah, Landis Cog's the captain, so I was kind of gonna say like maybe from a morale standpoint, like a team synergy kind of thing, maybe yeah, like Landis Cog. Because he seems like a, he's always the guy goofing around when they do like interviews too. He's always crashing like interviews, and he's just a hilarious to watch. Is um, he, do you think he, like he travels with the team then when they go on road trips? I, like, I bet it does. depends what the injury is. Yeah, it depends what the injury is. Like yeah. if he's like if he's like concussed or something. Yeah, then he he's, yeah, like he's, or maybe he's just trying to rehab uh, back in Colorado. You know, like. I think it's pretty rare where guys are are injured and they still travel with the team because you want to be rehabbing every day and you want to be home doing it. You don't want to be on the road being uncomfortable, right? So, um, yeah. Well, Ben was saying that you know it might be McKinnon's time to be the to show he's the second best player in the world, but I think there's another person coming into this conversation in the top five range. Uh, Yes. Are you going to say Leon Dreisaitl? I am going to say Leon Dreisaitl. And, and the fact it. that you guys knew who I was going to say maybe makes it not that bad of a... Well, you're an Oilers fan. But I will say right <laughs> now, currently, I think Leon Dreisaitl is the best player. In the, is playing the yeah, best he, in the entire world He's been right the now. best player this season yeah. in the National Hockey League. Well, actually, I don't know. Because there's another guy named John Carlson who's pretty close. But maybe we can do that comparison after. Let's let's finish up the injuries here. Let's let's go to Tarasenko and talk about what this means for the Blues. He's out five months. He had shoulder surgery. Um, are the Blues forced to make a trade here, or do they rely on their system? I know Kairos just came coming back from a knee surgery. Maybe they can call him up. Um, would you guys rather go trade route here? Or would you guys try to you know fix the problem from within? Um, that it's tough. It's tough because they do have Kairu. They also have Costin. Um, Clem Costin's another name that they have. So I think you got to give them a chance first. I think you got to let that kind of inner yeah. organizational depth play out and see if they're ready. If not, what what do you do to, to fill the hole of Tarasenko? Like, how do you fill that? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Look for a guy like... Um... Kind of like a, a a Nyquist, maybe that like San Jose did last year. You know, like something maybe not as elite as Tarasenko, but a guy who can come in, um, kind yeah. of contribute, and then when playoff time comes down, can still play down the lineup a little back a little bit when hopefully Tarasenko comes back. I don't even know if he's gonna be back for playoffs. It said five months until he was reevaluated. So like that is that's that is pretty major. Like five months and then and like they're not even gonna look at him for five months and then we're gonna talk about it he must have I, had I'd be major shoulder this year yeah he, he's he got must a serious have, issue because i i remember back to the playoffs last year where he was having shoulder problems too right so maybe this is yeah. a thing where he's just been battling for a couple years and i think um, what i think i read is that um like it's something that doesn't need surgery but if he doesn't get it it's something that's gonna linger and it's gonna hurt him for for a long long time so i think he took yeah. the, kind of bit the bullet and said okay i gotta do it now yeah yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, uh, you, I, you, if it's that kind of scenario where it's going to bother him for a long, long time, the kid's only 27. Like, just get out of the way now, right? Absolutely. I, I completely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Zane? So they have a couple of young guys, like you said. Uh, Clem Costine, 
Um, who else can really kind of come up? Kai Jordan, Kyrie, Robert Thomas. They, these guys can all. Sammy Blaze looked okay. Yeah, they can all jump up. They have a lot of depth, and that was the thing with this St. Louis team last year is uh, they had four lines. They had a. It was a team that really you know came together uh, in January and steamrolled the back half of the season, made the playoffs, and and won the cup. So yeah. I think they'll make the playoffs maybe in a wild card spot obviously Tarasenko is a big loss but I think they have the pieces to you know to still compete without him yeah Falk helps too getting Falk that their back ends a little better than it was last year now their forwards are worse so it kind of bounces out they have Bennington for a full year this year so um, I mean they've won their last two games here uh, without Tarasenko so that's a good sign right just keep motoring along playing your system if there is a team where you want to like you're losing your top guy. The Blues is probably one of the best teams, right? Because as you said, yeah, they play his four lines. They play their system. They go in crash and bang. They play defensive. They have a good goaltender. So uh, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're still going to be in the playoffs. I, I would agree with you guys too, though, where I think um, like Kairou, Kostin makes sense. Call one of those guys up. See how he plays. It seems yeah. like their top nine is kind of just like two veteran forwards and a support player. So they have Schwartz, Shen, on the yep. first line with Sammy Blaze, and then they have O'Reilly and David Perron uh, with Zach Sam. Perron's been popping off too. Yeah, doesn't Perron played really great, well this great year? Top six player, and then you yeah. have uh, Steen Bozak with Robert Thomas. So y- they have a really good system there. That like you know you're missing Tarasenko. All right, we'll roll with what we have, and and I think they'll be fine. I really think this is like the perfect scenario though for Kyrie. Like he, I mean, I wish that he didn't have this knee surgery and he was like had a full camp and came in and he could come up now. But I think if you give him a week to play in the AHL and kind of get his bearings like under him, um, that's a perfect fit, right? He's a top line guy. He can play the right, the right wing spot. The Tarasenko uh, is, is void now and he can put up points. So that's a great opportunity for Kyrie, I think. And I have him in fantasy. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I was going to say, this is all because you have him in fantasy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That, 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 that's pretty much it. So, um, are there any other injuries I missed? Uh, maybe there's Yarmulson in uh, in Arizona broke his leg is missing is going to miss four yeah, months. Yeah, that's a bummer. Oh, can we talk about that maybe a little bit? Um, that, that's a bummer for the Oats for sure. He's a he's a good yeah, player. He looked like he was having a good start to the year too. Yeah, yeah, they, that's that, that's a bummer. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay though. They 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 have um, Kyle Capo Capo Bianco. I think is how you pronounce yep. it. Uh, yep. Hopefully, I'm not. Uh, he can kind of step up, help there, and then. Um, they they were pretty deep. They had they had a good defensive uh, group back there. I said at the start of the year. So yeah, I, I don't see any problems for them. Um, they just got uh, dominated by your uh, Habs, though. Did they though? I thought it was actually a little closer than than the game uh, yeah. showed. I thought I thought Ransay led in a couple weak ones, he, and he, especially the first carry, one. Carry 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 made some big saves. So he did. He did. Um, but you you guys won four one. That was a that was a. Pretty, yeah. pretty well played game by your also guys. also we got lucky with that skate that yes. skate goal that yes. the blade popped yeah, out did. yeah which I was gonna bring up to you guys um what do you guys think about that play when a goalie skate comes out of their um, Did, didn't it happen to Rask last year or two years ago yeah like, yeah yeah freaked out so that's why I was gonna kind of bring it up to you guys um so when that happens do you think the play should be blown dead nah or it's not, it's not a helmet it's yeah it's playable and it sucks. Mike's, Mike Johnson made a, I thought a really great point on uh, on TV. He was talking about how, you know, it's it's he compared it to sticks, right? Where if you break your stick, 
nobody nobody cares. Mm-hmm. It's just a broken mm-hmm. stick. Uh, you get to go to the bench and get a new one. And if you want to use this like, you know, higher end equipment that ha- that's easier to use, you can swap the blades out. Then it comes with a risk where exactly. uh, the blades might break, and it's just like the composite sticks. So um, I thought it was a cool cool little comparison there and i, I kind of agreed with comparison. him yeah, yeah i, I, agree I completely him. agree yeah, I, mean, I agree with you guys if you're gonna wear the the blade that pops yeah. in and pops out it might pop yeah. out in the middle of the game and you just exactly. gotta suffer you gotta suffer and deal with it and yeah uh, yeah if you don't yeah, like that then wear wear, wear the older wear style. The old skates yeah 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 but, i agree with you and, and i mean obviously no one's gonna do that you just gotta prepare and well it's actually it's just the cowling on the on the goalie uh skates well like now they're kind of making like the one the whole one piece like a player skate kind of boot yeah for the goalies, right. yeah which is i i don't know how much i like that i'd have to try them but uh the old style it, you could just take the cowling off of the boot so it was i don't think it's i, I don't really understand why goalies would wear the the pop-up blades like that i don't know it's kind of weird for me be a goalie and everything it's, it's, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth um <laughs> I don't think I missed any more injuries. Uh, uh, I, I was going to say, there's not a big one, but Michael Furlan is on the IR, and it sounds like he might have... They haven't said what it is. They said upper body, but if it's another concussion, that's really not good for a guy that has already said he's struggled with them and is struggling, and hmm. it was with a fight with Kyle Clifford. Wow. Uh, well, so as, a, we'll as a guy, too, has had concussion problems, that's not fun. So I, I hope he's hope he's okay and... Get back to yeah, healthy. Obviously, it's health first. I'm a little worried. Yeah, health first. So I'm I'm worried because they don't they didn't disclose what it is, and he's already going back to Vancouver. They called Berchi up, so I think it could be could be kind of bad. Berchi had concussion problems though too, didn't he? Uh, yep, he so, sure did. Uh, they're just crazy around the league. They got to figure that out. Um, okay, well, there's some injuries. There was a minor trade that kind of happened to in the league. Uh, Brandon Perlini got dealt from. Uh, Chicago to Detroit for Alex Regula, who was a third round pick, he plays for London Knights. He's a D man. Um, what do you guys think about this trade? Well, I'll tell you from a personal standpoint. I know uh, I know a lot of people here in Arizona, not a lot of people. I'll say a lot of girls in Arizona, and uh, not a big fan of the Perlini <laughs> guy down here. <laughs> not a big fan. Interesting. Not a big fan of him. <laughs> Interesting. Ooh. Well, Wait, I, I guess you... I'll start off my. Can I, can I start off my view, like from a hockey standpoint? I kind of yeah. wanted to expand on that, but all right. um, yeah, I'm a little scared to have him expand on it, so I'm just gonna jump into the hockey side of it. You guys can take um, what you want from that. So I think that Regula is a tier two prospect. I don't really think he's like. If you look at the Chicago system, they have Boquist, Nick Bodan, uh, and they have Alex Vlasic as I think their top three kind of defensemen there, right? I would say Regula slides in under like Vlasic and Bodan, kind of in that group. He's not a Boquist type. He's not a bad prospect, but uh, I think he's probably a little bit on the worse side of uh, Vlasic and Bodan. Yeah, um, he's having a... one game here, so it's yeah, not he... like it's it's not like the player going backwards is like crazy no. good, and they got a B prospect for him. But I, I just I heard a lot of people giving um, Chicago a hard time for the trade. Because they basically gave up for an NHL player, and a lot of people didn't know who Regula was. But he's actually having a great year with the uh, London Knights, and I don't think Perlini is all that. I, I don't know if he's if there's much there to be honest with you. So I like to trade from the Chicago perspective. Um, their D is brutal, and they need some defensemen. So the more <laughs> you can stock up on is hey, you'll take it, right? It's almost like they just had Yoki Harju. Yeah, it's almost like they just named him. Yeah. Instead of Alex Nylander, who but you know Nylander's 
He's had a decent. He's he nah. what is that, four points. He's had four points. That's okay. That's okay, but he's on my fantasy team too. I'm Please, sure do Andrew, help you me. Had like ten at this point last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Um. Okay, I don't think there's any more trades or anything like that. So, um, we were talking about Leon Drysaddle before I cut Zane off, uh, and him being top five player in the league. And then I brought up, or maybe the best player in the league right now. And I brought up John Carlson, who I kind of want to touch on. John Carlson had 23 points in 14 games as a defenseman. I uh, second all time in the, the month of October for points, only behind Al McInnes at 25. So if you think about that, that is insane. What um, was Ovechkin's nickname for him? Johnny Norris? John Norris. John, John Norris. Norris. Yeah, John Norris. Um, which, I mean, if he plays it anywhere near to this level for the rest of the year, it's hard to say no to that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I also, there's a couple other stats I kind of wanted to point out here. Um, so his 18 points in his first 10 games ties him with Bobby Orr for the most ever in a first 10 games since 69, 70 Jeez. as a defenseman. That is a crazy stat. That is, um, that is start. He had as many primary points, 14 as, as Paul Coffey had in his best month in October. Just his primary points ties Paul Coffey's best October. Now, Paul Coffey is a pretty good player. That's that's an insane stat as well. I He's just been incredible. I don't think there's anything else to say about that. And I don't even think he's, like, just teeing up Ovechkin for one-timers. Like, he's actually no, he's playing. He's blasted him well. in himself. Yeah. You've seen his Leafs. He played, they oh, played yeah. Leafs the other night. He, he, they, were down, uh, they were down a goal each time, and he stepped up and blasted home a uh goals for his team stepped up he, huge he is a pretty big reason of why ovechkin is able to get that shot off because you have to respect carlson's shot as well exactly, you can't just yeah. leave carlson there and and cover ovechkin you have to cover that shot as well because of how good of a player he is and that you know sometimes leaves ovechkin open yeah he's been playing out of his mind i i, I don't know what else to say about him um he's been a lot of fun to watch what percentage of his assists do you guys think he has though oh uh, like it Total oh, career like, just passing to Ovechkin oh, on that power. To Ovechkin? Play. Oh, uh, <laughs> like I would say a good thirty percent. Oh yeah, it's got to be a good thirty, it's thirty to thirty-five. Chunk. Yeah, good. And chunk. how many? How many of those are on the power play? <laughs> Probably yeah. like half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Ovi blasted home another one to to send the Leafs home there oh, the, yeah, the other did. night. That oh was, yeah, that was crazy. Um, but just quickly before I, I do want to touch on the Leafs a little bit, and I know it's kind of like puke in your mouth, Leafs, but um. Do you guys think Leon is playing better right now or John Carlson? I would. Uh, I, I'm going to go with John. Forward to defenseman. That's that's tough, but so, I'd probably go Carlson too. I'm going to go Carlson. I uh, I haven't really watched Capitals games. I'm going to stick with my boy Leon. He's going to go. He's going to go Leon after all the stats I just read off on John Carlson. <laughs> he's still going Homer. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Some some kids just can't be helped. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> okay. Speaking wow. of the Leafs and John Carlson, uh, and Ovechkin finishing him off. Um, Ovi had some words for the Leafs where he was talking about how you know they're gonna have to learn, they have to change their style of play. They're not gritty enough. This was great. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think about that? This was great. Like he knows he's been there ten years over. Yeah, playing the that same way and. Finally, they won, and he realized how much it takes to win in this league. And he's trying to shed some light. He's trying to, you know, 
he was telling the truth there. There was nothing wrong with what he said. It wasn't like he was like throwing shade Drew Doughty, Matthew Chuck style or or Reeves and, and Vander Kane style. He was just laying it out how it is. You can't play that way. You're playing for yourself. You can't do that. You need to play as a team in order to win. I don't think the Leafs are there yet. Yeah, so Mike Babcock responded to Ovi's comments saying he knows because he lived it, which is basically what Zan's saying, right? He's been there. He went through that that whole situation, uh, and he learned from it. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts on the, on the whole situation there? I have no problem with what Ovi said. I, I completely agree with Zane, and um, I, he's just speaking the truth, honestly, and maybe the Leafs should listen. Well, I agree with what Ovi said, too, but... I have a lot of problem with how Matthews responded to it. He said, uh, he said on Ovi's criticism after they lost to him, he said, how many times did they lose to Pittsburgh before they broke through? Question oh, mark. I know that was a, that and was a I, weird answer. That seemed like he to threw my, shade. To my, to my, yeah, I agree with you. I think he threw shade. But my response is, isn't that exactly what Ovi just said? Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, I've been through it, man. I know exactly what you're doing. Like, you got to change your style. And that's what he's telling Matthews, like, yeah, I lost to Pittsburgh over and over again. Like, and then I learned, man, maybe playing for 50 goals every year isn't the way to go. And I got to, you know, be responsible defensively, hit, be physical, dump the puck goals. in, get you. Yeah. And still do with OV things. <laughs> like he learned that it, he, he expanded his game and that's maybe what he's trying to tell Matthews. So I feel like that was an opportunity for Matthews to go. Yeah, you know what? Maybe there is something to learn from that situation. But, yeah, well, we've um, seen the maturity level of Austin Matthews. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he yeah, went. He did not he, take it the right way. He, no. You know, he went as Freddie Mercury for Halloween. Uh, why, did, I, why did the NHL post that? You know exactly yeah. what's coming in the comments. That's exactly why he grew his mustache, I think, right? That's that's <laughs> why. For <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> now he can shave he it off. Because he thought he looked good. And he he looks did, like you guys, did you guys read the comments on that picture? No, God no. Everything, everything was about him having his pants on. About how shocked everyone was that he has his pants on, or at some point how they were going to come off. There was a great like somebody did like a pumpkin scarecrow with his pants. I saw down. that was funny. oh fucking great, dude. Also, I want to touch on the Leafs about how their uh, how their coach they they who was someone got kind of not cheap shot it, but they got hit a little bit dirty. Oh, and, Barry, and, uh, Tyson Barry. It was Tyson Barry. Jeff Petrie laid him out, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and then they asked him after the game, like, oh, they asked Babcock, well, you want to see some response? And his, and his response to the question was, is like, he's like, well, we don't have that guy on the team, or, or who's going to do that? I'm paraphrasing, but it was paraphrasing. But it was something like, doesn't matter. Know, who's going to, yeah, who's going to do that on this team? About, and it's like, oh, my Freddy, God. How about Freddie Goche, who's like 6'5", fourth line player? But like, he's, Apparently, he's on a fighter. Like, they, they don't have anyone to stand I, up for their guys on that team. You don't have to fight. You just exactly. have to... Exactly, just cross-check the guy. Yeah, just yeah. go give him a shot. Easy. I mean, you know, unless it's like scrum. Ryan Reeves. Unless it's like Ryan Reeves just laid out your guy, I don't. I wouldn't want to go cross-check Ryan Reeves, but... Um, you at least go tie him up. Like, you don't get... You don't drop him yeah, yeah, into a saying. fight. You just kind of tell him, like, that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't just have to Matthew fight. skated right by Jeff Petrie like nothing had happened. And yeah. that... Yeah, the Leafs aren't going to go far in the playoffs anytime well, soon if they. What's Tavares uh, doing? Like, captain, be a captain, stand up. Like, anyone, I don't think he anyone. was on the ice. I don't think he was on the ice. But, but like, even next shift, then. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Later in the game, like someone's yeah. got to do something. Take someone, take a lead, and stand up for your guy. Like that's yeah. oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and and they're not going to go. They're not going to go anywhere if that's if they're just going to get like teams are going to see that. And they're just going to start pummeling these guys and get away with it. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you guys. Oh, boy, Zane. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, not Lucic, but, like, maybe there's got to be somebody in the, in the league, right? A bottom guy, like, that they could get. There has to be, right? There's... Oh, there's tons Tom, of those Tom Sestito's uh, still waiting around for a phone call. Maybe get Who him. Who is the guy that Matthews forgot his name? Was it was it Saborn? Scotty Saborn. Yeah, there you go. Grab that, that guy. guy from Ottawa. Maybe they, Matthews, yeah, yeah, maybe Matthews and him will, will hit it off. Who knows? Just don't give up a roster player because the the Sens have been riding off Connor Brown and Zaitsev. Well, Connor Brown has more points than Nylander right now, hey? <laughs> yeah, he's doing pretty well. And, he's and doing quite well. He's I've heard Zaitsev's their well. second best defenseman behind Shabbat. Yep. He's played. He's played. Now, I mean, it's the team. Senators, so it's not that high of a bar to. Reach. <laughs> yeah, you're competing against Mark Borowiecki, like. That's well, not... but but being that you at least want to be the second best on that, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like you're expected to true. be. Like you're not going to be better than Shabbat, but you should definitely be better than everybody else there. So, <laughs> I mean, that's easy. Is what he is supposed to be. So, um, so guys, we've seen some power rankings around the NHL, and uh, me, Ben, and Zane have kind of discussed uh, off you know, off air that we kind of hate the power rankings like NBC, NHL, uh, really has done. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really, pretty terrible. Really so what we're going to do is do our own power rankings. We're going to do top 10 teams. We're not going to do top six or anything like that. Just stick to top 10. Uh, we'll go from 10 up. So from, you know, least to best, I guess. And uh, I guess who wants to start it off? We'll go, we'll, we'll just go one ranking at a time. So we'll all say our 10 team, we'll all say our nine team and keep going up. Um, yeah, who wants to start? Who's who's got who's who wants to say their team first? I'll take it away. Uh, I at number ten, I have the Buffalo Sabers, and I know that they look a lot better than the tenth team right now. But if you look at the quality of competition that they've played, it's pretty mediocre. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting not, one at ten. That's a, that's a tough one for the Sabers. That's yeah, they're they're are they, are they second in the Atlantic right now? They're mm-hmm. behind. Yeah, they're pretty high. But uh, if you just look at the teams that they have won against, it's not like they're not any good teams. Like they beat the they beat the Penguins at the start, that's great. But then they beat the Devils, they beat the Habs, which is okay. Florida wasn't off to a great start. Dallas wasn't off to a great start. They beat San Jose twice, who's garbage. They lost to the Rangers. They beat Detroit, who's garbage. Then they lost the last two games in a row playing against quality competition. They haven't uh, they haven't proven to me that they're that playoff team yet and uh you know you look at a guy like Olafson, who started the year with like six goals then everyone was hyped on him all of them were power play goals not a single one to even strength and he yeah, has been quiet since i don't think this team is for real i think they just had a good start well just like if last we look year. back to last year i was gonna say exactly look back to last year they won it wasn't the start but it was a little bit i think it was probably around november december time uh they went on that ten game streak, right? And obviously, yeah. we all know won how ten the rest games of the season in a row. turn out. Yeah, and so you know, is it shades of that already? I mean, it, it's too early to tell. And they, they do look better, I'll say that, than last year. Um, and the list of teams you named, I it, if you actually look at the list and, and without like if you looked at that list before the, before the season started, you'd say, okay, that's actually a pretty tough schedule. You know, obviously with all the the teams that have turned out kind of yeah. kind of tough, like Florida, uh, the Sharks, uh, and Dallas, it makes the schedule a little easier. But there's still decent teams they're playing, so. You're gonna see that. I think they're higher in both Grayson and my rankings, but uh, yeah, it could, it could, you could be very right. It could be the same thing as last year, but I do think they look a little bit better, uh, and I think they're they're off to a good start. Uh, even, yeah, no matter what they're ranked. I I like their goaltending is played probably above what it's it, it is. I, I would 
I have them higher in my rankings, but I, I could see them coming back down to earth, like you said there, Zane. Um, mm-hmm. Your point to saying where they, they, you know, they've beat some teams that have come off to, to, to rough starts. They've had, they've had like Dallas and uh, Florida. I mean, part of the reason they've had rough starts is because they played Buffalo and Buffalo beat them up, right? So you can look at it both sides. Uh, their power play has been, you know, obviously pretty terrifying. One of the best in the NHL. Uh, it which, was which the will, best. It, it was the off. best NHL. So I don't know if it still is. And then their PK has been good. Ralph Kruger seems to have injected some life in this team. You know, new coach that Great might coach. wear off. Great coach. That, that that might wear off in a little bit too. Uh, that because you know, you, once when everybody gets a new coach, usually there's like a little bump in, in play, and then sometimes it tailors off. But yeah, Jack Eichel's come out to a good start. The whole team looks like it's clicking. Dolan looks like a beast. Uh, they're a little bit. We'll get some a little bit more later, maybe more in depth. I have them higher up. Uh, I think Ben, you probably do too, right? Uh, yes, I do. I have them quite, quite okay. higher up. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's just move into Ben's number ten team here. What do you, What do you got? Uh, I got Zane's team, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, nice Ooh, win this, on day of recording here. Eleven two. They just won uh, this morning. Eleven two. Eleven two. It's the the, the date. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, we won eleven two since when? <laughs> No, they had an overtime victory this morning, and uh, I I got to catch them on the radio on my way to work. Uh, I thought they, I mean, they sounded like they were doing pretty well, um, and they, they, they were continue not. to stay hot. Really? They, damn, the announcer was talking them up like, oh, they look great. That's Mike funny. Sh- Mike Schiff, Mike Smith had fifty one saves. You, oh wow, oh really? God, I did not yep. know that. Wow, wow, big Mike you, Smith. He was the first you know, star. you know, I, I I've been really hard on the Wheelers, but they have impressed impressed me like the goaltending has, has definitely taken a step they, they've than, stepped than up they've played well uh obviously leon has been what leon we, we talked about him a little earlier with john carlson it's he's been he's been the best player in the league this year yeah best forward at least for me yeah. uh carlson for me has been the best player but um yeah when when you have Conor mcdavid on your team he's not the best player on the team and he's but he's still putting up points like that is scary that's pretty terrifying now the problem for me is and I'll say it right now, I don't have them in my top 10 is because of the depth scoring. And I, I, I whoa, think whoa, whoa. Kobe, Kobe Kobe Yeah, we got a goal. Yeah, yeah, he scored. So you know what? They're they're doing their they're doing their best, goddammit, to, to prove me wrong, and I give them props for that. See, but I still need to see the, more. The, what did you yeah, so <laughs> that was the first five on five goal from a bottom six forward. All season long for the Oilers. That's fucking terrifying. That is, yeah. Like you just think, right? Like when Drysdale maybe comes back down to earth a little bit, and maybe he won't. But if he does, and McDavid, you know, they have games where they're combined, they only chip in on one goal. Let's say they both get a point, and it's on the same goal, and you're not getting depth scoring. Those are games you're probably going to lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So once they start playing these higher competition teams, it might that might be more of a common occurrence. So they're definitely going to need their their uh, bottom six and i i need to see their bottom six step up before i'm ready to say this is a top 10 team in the league for me yeah well i don't think that's gonna happen this year because ken holland is not calling up any of the kids they're gonna let them play what do you think about that and i think it's great you like it so refreshing like i know we need the help on on our depth scoring but let those kids just play in bakersfield have some success they're like they're a good team down there let them you know really show that they're ready for the nhl before you call them up so i'm glad colby cave was the call up today after shahan got hurt and he scored that goal and it was great after one punching someone in the ahl that was I yeah don't know if anyone saw that all right well uh let's just move into my number 10 team here i got the uh, arizona coyotes at number 10 for me uh i think they're you know darcy kemper has just been 
lights out. I think he's finally starting to step into the conversation for me for being a league goaltender yeah, in the yeah, NHL here. Yeah, how did that happen? Because he last year was the yeah, first year that he really played a, like a full season. I don't, I, I, he got comfortable something... and he got the minutes. He got the starters minutes because once Ranta went out last year, yeah. he started almost every single game. And so I think once he got the starters minutes, that's kind of what he kind of propelled him. And, and now he, he just looks great. Like Ranta, good luck getting back in the crease. He had some flashes in um, Minnesota, Minnesota too when he was he's with Harding. dealing with some really bad injury problems back yeah. then. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's just finally, you know, figured it out. Arizona's a quiet place. There's no media. There's no nobody's there to harp on him. And maybe in that environment, he's just found success, you know. Uh, I, he definitely benefits from the system that the, the Coyotes play, but he also makes these great big saves, athletic saves, and uh, – yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Coyotes. They're the team in the West for me that I've, I've been cheering for this year, and uh, I'm going to continue cheering for them. I, 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 I think it's great for the NHL to get more buzz around uh, these smaller market teams. Like, you look what happened with the Hurricanes, and I think the, the Coyotes could do something similar for me. So I think he furthers the point that goalies are just voodoo. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, he's a big guy that moves well, and he's athletic. Those are three main ingredients you want in a goalie, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think but... I think this whole thing with goalies or voodoo is you. It's really you got to find a good goalie coach. Like I I actually don't know off the top of my I head. I think that definitely helps. I think you just I need don't... the right situation. Good yeah, goalie it, coach. It, well, it, it's good a mix. Defense. Right? Good yeah. team environment. Good city for the for the and goalie. patience. Like, there's a there's a lot of factors that go into it that's yep. different than a normal player. Go- I mean, goalies, yeah, you got you got to be patient. That with all too, factors right? into like a a normal player as well, like a forward or a defenseman. But it it's so important for a goalie to be in the right situation. Yeah. Well, how many times have you seen a goalie come up and play like? maybe it's his first year backup and he plays and the he gets crucified. Like, make a fucking save. What are you doing? And it's like. People got to understand that it's a learning experience for the goalies too, right? The plays are faster. These guys are going to shoot from different, like part of the battle too, is you gotta, you gotta learn. It's kind of like pitching and batting in baseball. You got these goalies got to see these shooters and learn some of these shooters and their tendencies. Right. And I mean, it goes both ways. Sometimes you'll see a goalie come up and you'll only play like one or two games and he'll be absolutely lights out. And then next time he comes up, he looks terrible. Well, it's because maybe, there's a little bit more scouting information on them and guys know where to shoot. Uh, there, there's sounds, lots. That sounds like Aiden Hill actually from the Coyotes. Like he was great yeah. when he was called up last year when Ranta went down and then he kind of just fell off once people figured him out. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you say it's voodoo. There's a lot to, that goes into it. And I think it's just people overlook it because they don't understand goaltending. And it's, it's a shame because there's and a lot of voodoo like us. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool little like, intricacies god i can't talk uh they go into goaltending in the league and uh that's why it's my favorite position and that's why i played it so um any other comments in the coyotes though uh do you guys ben i i don't they know are my number 11 team on this list okay so you don't have me your top 10 do you are they are they somewhere up there for you zane I they are they're pretty high okay. up actually they're number six on my list Okay, so we'll wait till we get there. Uh, let's jump into our number nine teams here. Uh, maybe I'll just keep it going here. I got Nashville at number nine for me. Uh, do either of you guys have Nashville? I also have Nashville at number nine, and they were a bit higher. I think I like moved them down and moved Arizona up just because I saw their their Winter Classic jerseys that they just released. Good God, those are awful. You don't like them? You don't like them? I think those they're awful. I, I think they're unreal. I think they're unreal. Those are sick. They're so they, nice. They I think those should be their main jerseys. They look so terrible. 
I, oh. I, I, I'm not with you. I'm not I, with you. I think I'm they look sick. Are we looking at the same sick. jerseys here? Yeah. Yeah. No, those, those are, are way. Sick. These are way better than these fuck. Those ugly ass bright yellow. And did, did you oh, see the blue? The blue cat, like the blue, the blue, the new blue logo they have on the on the shoulders. That should be their actual logo. It yes, looks. So I agree. Sick. If that was the logo on their alternate jerseys, I would like them a lot better. But the like the Dixie Flyers look that they have is just terrible. I, I like it. I think it's like very like country and. I like it a lot. I it, all the pick where they have where they're all wearing like toques and they got like their it look they look clean, man. Like that's the word I would use for them. They're clean. Like they're really nice. I don't know. That's like, it's kind of like you know those Jets jerseys that I thought were terrible with the handwriting Jets. This this jersey is like that jersey, but done right for me. It's Didn't it's they got try the to do like text logo jerseys with the Calgary Flames and yeah, they did. The, the Dallas Stars not too long ago. They're terrible. And yeah, this so one's nice though. It, it's 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 the colors for me and the way they did it with like oh, the yeah, the, the band around the middle. So nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice, man. But I think it's because it's white. It's on white for me. Like the main color is white, and I think that I don't know if handwriting works when it's on like colored jerseys. But for some reason, this one works for me. I really like it. I'm trying Props to find to the shoulder logo. Oh, the blue. Yeah, that's a nice logo. Yeah, it's really nice. Um. All right. Well, do we actually want to talk about the team instead of the jerseys here? Uh, <laughs> is it? Hey, you have them at nine two, right? Factor, man. Those jerseys, you wear an orange jersey out there, like people see you more. Uh, it's like Marc Andre Fleury's pads. He was wearing <laughs> yeah. yellow pads, and yeah, you know who he is. He got like he wasn't doing so well, and he changed his pads to white ones, like um, like a lot of goalies use, and it and it, his stats rose up, and now he only wears those like golden pads on special occasions. Yeah, it's an it's an actual thing. You yeah, know, well, in Van- I think that- actually it's Vancouver Ben. Maybe you can point this out for me too. The goalies actually aren't allowed to have colors on the side, like the sidebars of their pads. Did you know that? Really? I, yeah, that's that's, that's why they all have like white pads, and they don't wear color anymore. Ever since those, they're not allowed to. Yeah, they're, they're not allowed to. I think it's the goal. I don't know who's what's the name of your guys' goalie coach there. Ian Clark. Yeah, I read it, I read a tweet about that uh, about a month ago, and I was like, oh, interesting. But it makes sense because uh, whatever on this... whatever's working, Markstrom's turned it around. Demko looks sick. So yeah, keep that's that why Markstrom's in all white, and Demko uh, doesn't. Because because in, in call his college days Demko used to always wear like colored pads yeah, for Boston colored College pads and stuff. Boston, yeah. And now he went to the Canucks and he's wearing white. But anyways, back to the the Preds and and uh, that. Uh, just I wanted to ask a kind of a funny question here. Did you did you have the Preds higher Zane before that Flames game? Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I I had them higher and I had to move them down. It I was a combination I, of the Flames game and the jerseys. Oh okay, okay. Um. Well, yeah, no. For me, I just it's defense. Before that Flames game, two games in a row shutouts. Uh, I had them a little bit higher before, but after watching that, that you, you got to move them down. That was just embarrassing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, that that goal was nasty to Chuck's overtime winner with the yeah, second. Yeah, it was. That was sick. That was sick. Was uh, it? Was it better than Svech's? No. Yeah, yes. Nope. I'm gonna say oh. no to. I, I like. Going, I like the how? Hoglander. It's because of the Hoglander one for me. Yeah. First. yeah, the Hoglander one for me made the Svech one look worse. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. Chuck one won. Yeah. Nope. For me. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm. Hoglander Svech. All right. That's what Chichuk. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. 
That's, ben, you're that's saying the, the Hoglander goal Hoglander was, was better than Tuchuk. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay, but Hoglander didn't score in the NHL, so this is a debate between Tuchuk <laughs> and Svechnikov. <laughs> then Svechnikov it is. Okay. I'm going to Chuck. Either I'm going way, to Chuck. Are, I'm going to Chuck too. I think it's gross. Man. I, like, I think it's Chuck. Oh, yeah. well. And the fact that they happen in the same unreal. week. Oh yeah, <laughs> so sick. Well, who who do you got at nine there, Ben? I got the Canes. You got the Canes. Okay, I do have cool, the canes. cool, cool. I got the Canes uh, quite a bit higher than here. So we can touch on them a little bit. Uh, Zane, do you have them higher too? Uh, I do. I have them a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay, let's kind of skip over that for now, and and let's let's go into it in a couple uh rankings higher here when, when we, we can talk about it again but um so so far uh at 10 zane's got buff uh i or ben had edmonton and i had arizona at nine me and zane both had nashville ben had carolina at eight um i got vegas me too oh okay so another another uh duo here um here's where i have edmonton oh okay okay so let's start with Vegas first, and then we'll go into maybe we already talked about Edmonton a little bit, but maybe Zay yeah. can give his reasoning as why they're they're so high. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, why'd you put Vegas here? Um, I think they've looked good, not great, and I think they have more potential than what they've shown. Their defense, as we all talked about earlier this year, is kind of an atrocity. Um, yeah, but they're getting healthy again, uh, so I think that's definitely going to help them out. There's just something missing with this team that. They they just yeah. they don't have it put together quite yet. And it's their defense. The defense I think definitely helps. They're not able to, to break out like, but they don't really have a puck mover anyway. Yeah. So, well, when I watched them play against the Habs the other night, that was the biggest thing. Is our four check was getting in on their D and they couldn't move the puck up to their forwards and their passes were just all over the place. They're so. not very mobile defensemen. Like they're yeah. not able. Outside they don't of have a guy that can like skate quickly and then yeah. take the tape to someone else to get like to outside of Schmidt and Theodore, they're. It's well, pretty barren. Back Smith's there, been so. hurt, so it really doesn't help at all. So, yeah, they, that's well. He, he's back now. He's year. back. Correct. He's back. Yeah. Sorry, what, what did you say? This year, Mark Andre Fleury at thirteen games, Oscar Dance, Sparks, and Malcolm Subban each for the game. That's yeah. Uh, that's a lot. And, well, they need to find a consistent none, backup. None of the backups have looked very good. No, they have no. not. Like Subban can't stay healthy. Sparks is well. Sparks. sparks is I, good actually, sparks. the one I like the most is actually Dance, but Dance for me. He, he just he need though. he needs more reps. Yeah, like he's been up and down, up and down, and I don't know. He, last year he had a, he played some games and I thought he looked pretty good. This year he yeah, hasn't looked that great. So percentage in four games that's pretty damn solid last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This year he hasn't looked quite as good. So, um, but yeah, they need to find a, a backup. Well, Subban is Subban still out? Uh, no, he's yeah, back now. Malcolm... Oh, or, is he out again? He he was back. Uh, he was no, back. He, he was back backing now. up in the Habs game. He's, he's back now. Okay. He'll he'll be starting tonight against Winnipeg. Okay. Um. But yeah. Anyways, wrap up, wrap up Vegas for me. The reason I didn't have him higher was uh, the the D. Like it's just plain and simple for me. So yep. um, Zane, do you have them in your top ten? I don't have them in my top ten, and that's oh, actually that, that's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. So why aren't they in your top ten? Well, they're only eight, five, and one, sitting fourth in their division. So that's, yeah. That's why. That's that's fair. I mean, it's it's fair. It's, for me, it's like the forward group is just so. It's probably one of the best in the, it. Probably oh, top three in the NHL. Probably yes, I agree. And then they got one of the best goalies in the league in Flurry. So yeah. like, how do you not have them? Because that they're D not is. Playing well. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it was because they are missing missing Schmidt for those two weeks, and that's why they they looked worse. And I think they'll start to pick it up a little bit now that he's back. 
And when they do, they will move up in my rankings accordingly. Fair enough. Okay, give me your thoughts on uh, Edmonton and why they're at eight here. So I actually, Edmonton being my favorite team, I've been able to watch all the games this year. And the goaltending and then McDavid, Drysdale, and Eugene Hopkins have carried this team. And James Neal, of course, how could I forget his 12 goals already or however many he's at, 10 goals or however many. They, I have them kind of in the same range as Buffalo. They're good, they're doing well, but they're playing against kind of inferior opponents and getting outshot to kingdom come. So I would have them higher on the list because of how good they are in the standings right now, but they're at eight because of their lack in some depth scoring. And it's kind of so it's kind of tippet system though, right? Getting outshot isn't that kind of standard for him? Yeah, I can't wait to see them play Carolina. Hockey. I can't wait yeah, to see well. them play Carolina. The shots are going to be like <laughs> seventy to fifteen, and the Oilers are going to win two nothing. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's his thoughts for the Oilers at eight. So Zane had Edmonton. We both had Vegas. Let's go into seven here. Uh, Zane, who do you got at seven? I have the Vancouver Canucks. Ooh, I have I have Vancouver two at seven. So Too dude, low. I keep matching with you guys. I keep <laughs> I keep matching. These are the last three three rankings I've had I've had I've agreed with somebody at least. So <laughs> yeah, interesting. Why do you have them at seven? Or should we wait? What where, do you have them coming up here soon? Ben? I do yeah. have them coming up very very soon. Okay, well, who do you have at seven? This is where I have the Preds. Okay, you have the Preds here. Um, so why aren't they? Why are they here and not uh, not lower for you? Because Zane doesn't have them, I don't think, and I had him in nine. So why I, I have him in nine as well, Grayson. Oh, you have him in nine too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think the these first couple are all pretty interchangeable, but I think they've looked a little bit better than Vegas when I look at it. And looking at my other teams, I think they definitely look better than the Oilers, and I think they've looked a little bit better than the Canes. So that's why I have them here. Mm-hmm. Um, Pekka Rene has been pretty good this year. Their goaltending in, in general has been pretty good this year, which is what I thought may not be the case, but they've looked good. Um, the defense, obviously, is still quite solid. Um, losing P.K. Subban hasn't really seemed to hurt them all that much. Uh, and the offense is it's okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing all right. Uh, I think I think they're going to score more goals. Uh, I think they have more offensive potential than, than that's uh, what they're showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so they're... I think they deserve to be in the top 10. I think they're at a good spot there. And uh, I, I do expect a little bit more from them, though, as the season goes on. Um, they, they were missing Forsberg for a couple games, too. Exactly. Just got them back, which, so. which didn't help. So I, yeah. I think they got a little bit more in the tank. Uh, but this probably sits – they're probably right around this 5, 6, 7, 8 mark. Uh, the I think – you know, I was thinking about it uh, when I was watching them play the, the Flames. And through the first two periods, anyways, I kind of thought to myself, and I went, you know, this team kind of reminds me a lot of, of Washington where, like, they were kind of contenders for a couple of years and then, you know, they took a step back and everybody kind of wrote them off. And, you know, maybe, maybe this team could, if they can kind of put together, I, I feel like they got a good forward core. They have great defense. And if their goalie figures out and plays like he can, they got a great goalie. So uh, I think this team could, could do some damage this year. I really do. I, I like the Preds. I just, they need to figure out how to score more, score goals more consistently. Yes. Yep. That's, that's my biggest <clears throat> thing. I actually had them, uh, at seven here before the flames game and i had to move them down so <laughs> i wanted to that's why I, was, I wanted to hear why you had them gotcha. uh uh here so um do you have vancouver pretty quick here i have vancouver we... right now oh you have them at six okay so let's talk about why you have them at six and maybe some of the differences why we have them at, at seven and, and you have them at six so I so mean, ben state your case first well let's start before last night when we came up against a red hot john gibson uh we yeah. scored five goals four games in a row uh, and True. dominated all those games. Um, yep. 
we've looked at beside I mean, we don't we had the caps until we really screwed the pooch on that one but still got a point out of it so it is what it is uh but mm-hmm. we've looked great the goalies have looked really good demco has been awesome markstrom's been very good um obviously our offense is clicking p looks like a fucking machine right now the guy's out there flying he's slumping though oh uh, yeah according to some twitter <laughs> some twitter gms he's slumping as he has like 19 points in yeah six in the nhl he's yeah he's slumping, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My God, people are dumb. <laughs> But uh, oh, so he looks like a machine. I mean, yeah. uh, Horvat looks good. Uh, I mean, our whole uh, JT Miller has been unreal. So everything is just clicking right now. Uh, and and then last night we've talked about the Ducks before. We are, we were out shooting them like thirty eight to thirteen at one point. We ended up losing yeah. overtime two one. But got a goal in like the last five minutes that a team like our team in the last couple of years doesn't score that we lose one nothing. But mm-hmm. because we persistent, 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 we're able to get pucks to the net. We got a nice bounce. And I'm getting a point out of a game where even though we dominated and should have won, John Gibson's a freaking wizard. So it's going to happen sometimes. But uh, we just look, we've looked good. And I'm nervous to even say that out loud because I feel like it's just going to turn around. But uh, I, I'm i very happy with, with our start. And uh, it's a bummer, though. We just lost Michael Furlan. So hopefully that doesn't. Uh, Quinn Hughes, too, right? Ankle injury. Quinn Hughes is more day to day. So he'll he'll be okay. But Furlan's got another concussion. And yeah. his history, it's a little, little nerve wracking to see that. And Why in a fight he fighting? where he didn't really get hit in the head. I, I don't know. I don't know why like, they brought him in. Concussion Zane. problems. Though. He does have concussion, but he didn't. He didn't even really get hit in the head in the fight, so it's really concerning. Saying hockey players are stupid. That's the first right. thing. Right, Furlan because Furlan hasn't. I mean, he's got five points in twelve games, but because he hasn't really been scoring, I think that's Furlan pace. So that's it a is Furlan pace. pace. He just hasn't yeah. scored as many goals. It's been one goal. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. But uh, he's look. He started to turn around. He started to look really good. He was sick in the preseason. Lost like eight pounds or something. So I think he finally got it back and it's starting to look good. And, hmm. Now you're losing to a concussion. Just well, I, I've had some concussion problems, so I hope that uh, I hope he's I hope he's okay. Like uh, it's really not not fun to, to go through that. No, so. it's too bad. But that's why I have them up here, at, I, which is a, a high six. Which I I don't know when the last time they've ever been cracked the top ten. So yeah, yeah, I don't know about you, Zane, but I have I was a little more hesitant to put them up that high. Uh, like I think they're definitely the best team in Canada right now, playing wise for me uh it's just i need to see it a little bit more for me to put him a little higher uh markstrom kind of struggled the last two games and then he kind of laid an egg in that uh overtime there but he looked good uh, the whole he saved yeah the game he, a couple he times, played but played played well for the whole game just a but, bad, um, bad poke check attempt i agree but i got one more question about furlan do you know if the fight i didn't see the fight was it premeditated or was it just kind of the heat of the moment it was on a, it was on a face-off so yeah it was one of those kind of dumb stage ones I premeditated think. fight when you have concussion problems? Yeah. Well, and, and right away, the Vancouver reporters are like, what, are, what is he doing? Oh, man. Yeah. Just, if you're going to fight, do it in the heat of the moment. Don't don't premeditate it. Especially when you have concussion problems. But yes, yeah, carry, yeah, no carry it on. Well, I, I don't know about you. Is, is like for me, I, I was just saying, I just had to see it a little bit more for me. That's why they weren't a little bit higher. Like we, we were only like one spot off. So we had them yeah, kind of around close. the, the yeah. same. Yeah, they're in the same range. Especially these teams are kind of interchangeable like in the bottom half of that yeah of i like list. the teams the teams above them for me i just feel like they have better a better like team like a, a kind of whole package maybe bottom six forwards or their d is a little bit more complete or they're just playing a little bit better right now for me so that's i i, I struggled to put them over anybody else that was kind of i have above them for me and, and that's kind of why they stuck there at seven too but uh, like I, JT Miller's looked fantastic for them. I think Quinn Hughes is looking like a real stud. Calder finalist. And yeah, no, like seriously, I think he could win the color this year. There's I no agree. doubt. I agree. Um, 
I hope that injury isn't too bad because it obviously might hurt his chances. But uh, yeah, if, if he comes back and keeps playing how he's playing, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think he's a color finalist for me. Um, and then the other guy is Markstrom. Uh, has played pretty well all year long. Demko's looked fantastic too. So uh, I would argue the, Demko's been better, which is great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that's you you guys have a lot of goaltending depth too like in the system and, and DPS has been sick in, in Utica yeah, too he's, so yeah. he's got like a 9 uh, 920 up at some somewhere around Somewhere there above for, 920 yeah. I actually yeah, kind of want to make a change to my list I'm going to move Vancouver up a spot and that's uh, what I'm talking about Zane <laughs> You're going to move him up a spot Let's I'm going to move him up a spot cuz I So have who Arizona, are you moving down I have Arizona okay. up at 6 and I was six, just looking yeah. at their strength of competition and it is not good so going to bump them down a bit to that Edmonton range and uh yeah Vancouver they I moving to the city of Vancouver has made me like the Canucks a bit more and their roster is overturned from when back in the days when Zach Cashian used to play for them and I you know you hate Zach Cashian then and all of a sudden obviously he joins the Oilers and you love him that's you know you're going to do that with any player uh oh, but yeah. just you know, you know what? You know what? Bef- like hold team, on, before before you keep going, you just said moving to the city of Vancouver has made you cheer for them more. I think me moving away from the city of Vancouver has made me like them more, because I don't have to deal with all the people around there preaching Canucks to me all twenty four seven, or or see all the Canucks fans, and it's like, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's much of a rivalry, and I'm supposed to hate them. You know, I guess I get I got swept up in the I'm getting swept up in the hype. Like it's just yeah. you know, it's fun to be around. They're fun to watch. There's a lot of buzz right now. Yeah, honestly. yeah, a lot of buzz. I'm not even there. Uh, real quick, touching on DiPietro, he's played four games. He's got a nine three five save percentage yeah, and a one seven three. So he's been he's been hot to start the year, and so is that Utica team. They're eight and one. They started eight and zero. Mm-hmm. Jeez, no, that that's, that's that's awesome for him. Um, so you had you had Arizona the highest, I believe, out of, out of all of us. I uh, did. Ben didn't even have them in the. Oh, well, they're eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm moving 11, them down. I'm moving them down. They can even go below Edmonton. Okay, so you're going to move them all the way down to yeah. eight. eight. Okay. That's fair. Interesting. Which is fair. It's just because strength of schedule? Yeah, strength of schedule. Well, it's yeah, not I'm not going to argue because that's still higher than what I had them, so. And I, I like their team. I like their roster. I think they're just, like, gelling together. The fact that it's a new team with, like, a top-end superstar, Phil Kessel, you got to kind of get used to his game and a couple guys coming back from injury who missed all last year. Barry Hayden's looked fantastic, too. He's been good. Yeah, rookie. Like, they didn't play more. Good pieces. Yeah, uh, that 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 top line hasn't quite clicked yet, and I think once they do, that team's gonna be. But it's gonna have more Arizona, of an offensive punch. What yeah. can go wrong true. will go wrong, and true, true. it will all come crashing down eventually. We will see. Okay, well at six, I have the Islanders. Uh, do you guys have this team uh, higher at all, or? I do. I have one one spot higher. Yep. Okay, and then do you have. What about you, Zen? Are they? I a have. Couple I have away? Them a lot higher. Okay, so let's. Um, Let's jump into them next year. So that's that'll wrap up six. I, Zane is gonna move Vancouver up to six, Arizona down to eight, which means Edmonton is now seven. Uh, ben had Vancouver at six. I have the Islanders, and then Ben had Nashville at seven. I had uh, Van City at seven. So at five, Ben, we'll start with you. You have the Islanders there, right? I do have the Islanders. Yep. Okay. Why do you have the Islanders there? They have looked better than I thought. I think better than probably all three of us thought. Hey, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Zane said they were trash. I quote, and if he has, he, he, he I think he has them the highest. The yeah, he's hell? got them the highest. I just mm-hmm. that is insane. Gotta give man. respect where respects. Gotta yeah. get credit where credit. So they they've been good. The goaltending situation has been a lot better than I thought it was going to be. 
Um, yep. Our law offs look decent. Looked okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Grice so has played well. Grice is, and we expected Grice to play well, and he's done this. He's done that. Uh, obviously, the offense is is okay. They're they're not great, but the defense has been awesome. And their power plays look good, though. Power, and that that's what that's what you have to have. If you're not going to have a great five on five team that's going to score a lot of goals, you got to have a buzz in power play. And so far, yeah. that's what they have. And so that's if they can keep that up, who cares about the five on five? You're going to draw penalties with that fast yeah. of a team. Uh, at least that fast of a top six, anyway. Uh, that, that and and, and Ever, Everly's been hurt too, so they have another guy that can score coming back. Or is he back already? Or is he still out? I don't he's know. still uh, I out, he's but still uh, out. he's still out. They also have Andrew Ladd hurt, which is more of a plus for them. So yeah, they yeah. have Walsh yeah. playing, and they just called up uh, Otto Koivula, yeah. who I think is pretty popular amongst the Islanders fan base. So uh, I'd have to watch more of him play, but he, I think he had he he had pretty good stats last year in the AHL. He had like two points in four games this year, so. Uh, I'll have to watch more of him, but uh, yeah, the big surprise to me has been Devin Taves. I mean, I kind of called him out at the start of the year and said he could be an option for them, but I think he's got eight points in like eleven games. Is that correct? I'm, eight I'm points in twelve games. Right. Yeah, he's doing really yeah, well. Yeah, so out there. like that's 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 the best uh, in terms of scoring for defensemen on the team. So that's a big boost. That's kind of what they needed, right? They needed that a guy to step up on their back end and kind of help contribute. So. Um, yeah, and and Josh Bailey's got 11 points in 12 games. Barzell's got 11 points in 12 games. Brock Nelson's got 10 points in 12 games. They're kind of doing it by committee, and that's what we expect from this team. So, You know what um, might be the comeback story of the year this year? Derek Broussard. Six points Derek in 12 Broussard's, games. Yeah, 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 no, fair. We were, kinda, terrible... we were kind of saying at the start of the season, too, with Broussard that uh, he might have two young guys on his wing, and that might be uh, like – he would probably he be weighing them down and it looks like it's kind of been the opposite where he's kind of he's been, been decent yeah he's played well he so. bounced around three different teams last year he you know he didn't really put up points anywhere he played and, and now this year he's starting to find his uh his groove again. who was he traded for wasn't wasn't he uh wasn't it the zabanajad was was that him no no he wasn't traded for Zibanejad. Zibanejad got traded, and looking back on it, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was. That would be rough. I'm gonna here we go. I'll I'll, 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 I'll circle back to that. I I got yeah yeah yeah. To the Rangers for Derek Broussard. Oh, yeah. So man. the Sens uh, acquired Broussard in the seventh for Mika Zibanejad and a second. Yeah, and Zibanejad's been popping off this year, so. That's a tough trade. <laughs> tough trade looking back on it, but uh, good for Broussard for kind of bouncing back. Obviously, you know, it's he's still got a career and a life, so uh, good for him. For me, yeah, no, like, uh, they're 9-3, and three, third in the Metro. I know the Metro has kind of been terrifying for a lot of years, and maybe there's some bottom-end teams that are kind of struggling in the Metro right now. <coughs> Devils, but, uh, you know, Good for them. It's hard, it's hard to hold the divisional spot in any division in this league, and uh, I didn't see that coming. I, I was, I'm, I think I remember telling you guys that I really wanted to put them in the playoffs for our predictions. Like that was a team where I was like, yeah. I mm-hmm. wanted to put them in, and I just couldn't find a way. So I'm not surprised that they're in the playoffs, and uh, I don't know if they'll be there by the end of the season, but you know what? They're looking good right now. So, um, who do you got at five there, Zaner? At number five, I have the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, Carolina at five. So I feel like we got quite a range gap on Carolina. Carolina is the biggest deviance team because we have one at nine, uh, one at five, and I have them a couple spots higher. So uh, that's interesting. Do we want to talk about them now or do we want to wait till I 
I bring him up. We, we can wait till you get bring him up. Okay. Okay. So Zane's got Carolina at five. Uh, Ben's got the Islanders. I have Colorado here. Um, do you guys? We haven't heard Colorado higher. yet. Yeah, I have you guys have them higher. Okay, let, let's wait for them to uh, till we do Colorado. So let's move up to four. Uh, I have Buffalo. Does I have two. Okay, me Carolina. and Ben have Buffalo. Or sorry, you, I have no, Colorado. You just said Carolina. I have Colorado. You have Colorado. There you go. Two okay, C's. so Colorado at four. Um, so you just both have Buffalo that high, hey? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, Zane, you had them at ten, or me and Ben both have them at four. Let's let's chat about that here. They play so, against New Jersey, Florida, Dallas. Like these are their wins: New Jersey, Florida, Dallas, uh, L.A., San Jose twice, Detroit. Like they're beating no one. Yeah, I, I Florida's not that bad. Dallas, Florida's not bad. Dallas, Dallas is a bad good. team. Yeah. Uh, they also Dallas played... was a bad team when they played them. But like, nah, I kind of, I kind of see what you're saying, a little bit. You got to um, get them credit for the record, though. You got to. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like they're beating who they're supposed to beat. Oh, right? they're in my top ten. Hardly. They, like they shut out Dallas, which was a big one for me. Like if you're gonna beat a team like that, uh, they beat New Jersey with like a statement win, seven two. They beat Pittsburgh three one. Um, they shut out L A. They beat San Jose in back in a back to back games. Bo- both games four three. Yep. Um, then they shut out Detroit. I mean, they kind of got their asses kicked by New York, which is a little pr- pr- troublesome. They lost to Arizona. Got shit kicked by Washington. The power play is kind of coming back down to earth. I think we're gonna kind of see in the next couple weeks here what they're really about. Like we kind of we we kind of touched on it right where they they've they've had a good power play. Like we talked about Victor Olsson, um, coming coming down to earth now. Uh. And right, like the goaltending has been has been good. So if it the goaltending kind of tears off, uh, for me this is the, the pack, team. It, sorry, they're in the middle of the pack in goals, four goals against, and their PK, but they have an elite power play that's now yeah. coming back down to earth. They're, I, I think this is that. the team where I'm ready to like really dive bomb if we do another rankings in a couple weeks. Like I like could have put, I kind of, I kind of put them there out of respect for the how they started and like. Um, they have the record. They're first in their division. They were, yeah, before. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, so I, I threw them up there, and um, I guess until they show me that they or until they fall off, I'll I'll keep them there for me. And if they start to fall off, they'll drop real real freaking quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they'll I drop agree. they'll drop quick for me. So, um, but no, I think you make fair fair points, Zane. I think either way you look at it. Yep. Um, and then you had Colorado. Uh, at four, uh-huh. I had them at five. Where do you have them, Ben? They're not in your top two, are they? They got me next. I have right? them coming up next. Okay, so let's do let's do Colorado here. Um, so Ben's got them three, Zane's got them four, and I got them five. So Pretty Ben, why in don't the same you range? Why? why three, five, yeah, they're kind of all in the same range. So why do you have them? Why do you have them third above some of these other teams? I mean, with the injuries going on, they're probably going to slide. But McKinnon, again, that's why they slid for me. McKinnon has like I don't even know how many points. And, like he's got some kind of streak three, going on. Three and two games since the injuries to Ranson, and, yeah, and uh, he's got a point streak of, of a lot. Like I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know what his point streak it's, is. Yeah, I'm lot. not sure. It's a lot already. I'll, I'll try to find out here. But he's but, all, he's stepped up already. Uh, the goaltending's been good. Like this team has just been really good. They got off to a great start. Obviously, the injuries are going to bring him back down. But as of right now, I think they deserve to be top three in the league. I think yeah. they are a top three team in the league, and that's why I have them there. Yeah, Grubauer's proving he can actually be the starter, uh, which is huge for them. And uh... you know, Frank Hughes hasn't looked, or Francois, how you say it, hasn't looked that bad. 
uh, either. Yeah, and that's which great is kind of surprising. Backup situation. He played yeah. well in in the two games he played last year as well. Yep. I think that's why they decided they didn't really need to actually go and acquire a new backup, which we talked about earlier in the year. I think they had faith in him, and it's it's paying off. Uh, some big uh, some big acquisitions in the offseason, like Burakovsky, nine points in thirteen games. That's Kadri. solid. Like that's huge. Kadri, yeah, of course, Kadri. Uh, Jonas Donskoy, eight points in thirteen games. They got some some depth on their on their forward group, and I think that's going to pay off for them with the big injuries to Landis yeah. and, and uh, Rantanen. And obviously so we'll they're not going to step up and play to that level, but they're going to be able to. They're going to play more minutes, and they've been playing well, and they're going to continue to play yeah, well. And that's just what to, they didn't have last year. If you if you if Landis Gog and Rantanen uh, got hurt last year, this team would be screwed. Oh, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. They wouldn't yeah, be close. Not mm. even close. I think this year they'll still be able to tread water until they come back. Yep. So interesting stat too. You talked about McKinnon's point streak. He actually hasn't not got a point yet this year. So all in all 13 games, he's got a point. That's so he's right. On a that's, games I, point I thought it was streak. in the teens. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on a 13-game point streak here. He's got a point in at least every oh, single game they played the this year. Yeah, pretty sick. Um, Especially when your two buddies, elite guys, go down too. And he's kept it going in the last two games. So good for him. Um, yeah, for me, it was just the injuries. I, I actually had them third before. So I had them up where you were, Ben, uh, before the injuries. And the injuries, I just moved them down. But still respect uh, for, for McKinnon and the way Grubauer's played. And that D's look good, too. McCars looked fantastic. And, yeah, so uh, we kind of all have them around the same spot. But I think I, I think this is – it's fine how it is. I, I, I just – I feel bad I, I didn't put them in the playoffs to start the year. Like, uh, they've really proved me you wrong should. this year. You should. Yeah, I was, I was they, like, angry about that. Chris. They they really they really proved me wrong. Well, I just you know I just had I was looking at their defense. You I'm went like, too deep into the advanced stats. I went too deep in in the. Uh, I feel like a, I felt like a girl like just not having to trust in you know <laughs> oh, they're like boy. they're like my boyfriend. I just couldn't trust them. Oh, you know, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, okay, so those, there's our Colorado teams. So just to recap, the last two rounds here so at rank four zane had colorado buffalo or colorado ben had buffalo i had buffalo and then rank five zane had carolina i ben had new york the islanders and i had colorado uh we just started rank three here at ben had colorado let's go into zane who do you got there at number three i have the new york islanders okay so you have the highest we talked about that yet yeah so and hey they're trash apparently though for you Hey, this is just a power rankings and not a what's going to happen. Oh, okay. So you're expecting a fall off. You're expecting a fall off. A fall off from three, yes. But I think they've shown that they can likely compete for the playoffs again this year, which is pretty. That's high praise coming from you. Yeah, that is. Because (laughs) I thought this team was shit and they they (laughs) lost to Barres last year and it was just like the the story of them making the playoffs was pretty huge. And, and, you know, it's a, it's a big motivation when you lose your, your captain like that, where he kind of just betrays your team and it kind of just sparks like an engine under you. And, uh, and I think, you know, Barry Trotz is the perfect guy to come in for the job. And he did a fantastic job with that team, helping them get to the playoffs. And, and I thought it was a fluke. I thought it was a one-off this year. They'll regress back to, you know, who the Islanders minus Tavares is. And, you know, this year they're kind of proven that, that's different. I thought they were really going to miss Leonard, and I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, and they they, they really don't. Yeah, yeah no. Yet. Yet. 
it's pretty crazy. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be interesting to see like if they can get an elite goalie in there. Like if Sorokin comes in and he's everything is advertised. Well, Varlamov is still like, a, a if he winner, could, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but I mean like a young elite guy that's like like I wonder if you could see that we could see like a high nine thirty, like a ni- almost nine forty with that system and stuff, you know? That might be crazy to think of, but in this today's NHL, but a veteran can still do that. It doesn't have to be a young guy. No, I'm just saying if they actually get an elite goalie, like I think I think Sorokin's like a, could be a top five goalie in the NHL. Well, so like, like a Carey Price, like if they had like, John Gibson in there, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Like gotcha. I, I I don't think we could we've seen the highest extent of like what a good goalie can do with that team, right? Like Leonard's been good in in uh, Chicago, but uh, yeah, if they had a guy like like it. Gibson, they had two Price, one of those kind of guys last year, which is you yeah. Know, that that speaks to their defensive system more than does the goalies. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, so you have uh, the Islanders there. This is where I have Carolina. I got Carolina at three. They're my team. I'm I'm still I'm gonna ride them here. Uh, they Do you think they win the cup beat... this year. That's your that's your cup prediction. This is my right? pick. Yeah, I'm saying it now. I'm gonna stick with it until gotta I don't a stick bet with down. it. <laughs> you gotta throw uh, a bet down, man. Do it now before. <laughs> Do it now. You're kicking I bet yourself now for the win. Oh, like you mean like a like an actual money bet? Yeah, like go put to... it down a hundred bucks and and you know maybe the odds are like eight to one or something or ten to one. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll look. Are. Maybe I'll look later tonight. Uh, what the odds are? Maybe I'll do that for next episode. You should. You should. Yeah, do it. We'll do a live. We'll, we'll, we'll do a live bet here. Grace is gonna but... go in the live bet. <laughs> We're doing it live. No. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, 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 five hundred oh, bucks, oh. bro, dude. I. <laughs> have to like sell blood or something i don't know <laughs> no, i'm not gonna oh that kind of spare cash play uh yeah i know like they just beat the crap out of the red wings seven three they're nine three and one uh this like you have the, the islanders there and they're nine and three i think this team is just downers but on crack they're they got they got elite scoring guys up front they got uh ajo's finally woken up he had six points in 12 ga- 12 games he had two goals tonight uh or last night sorry yeah. yeah, I agree Last the roster's night. better. And that's, I think, why I put the Islanders over Carolina because they're doing the same thing just with a shittier team, which is more impressive. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no? That's, that's an interesting you take. You agree but, with oh, my oh. reasoning? I mean... They're doing the same thing, but with a shittier team. If they're doing like they're, the same thing, wouldn't they, you just put the better team the there because they have more potential? No, no, it's a power. It's a. It's not a. Yeah, it's a power ranking, and they're doing the same thing, but yet you put the worst team in this. It's like a tie, but I you put, give tiebreaker to the worst I team. I put the team that impressed me more. Oh, okay. So they impressed you more with yes, their with their seven game win I streak. believe they have a shittier <laughs> roster. Okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about this team. Like this team is, I, I think I've pumped their tires enough, and it sickens me because, as a Habs fan, we don't like Carolina. But hey, you know, I respect. I respect a good team. So, how about their Halloween storm surge? Oh, dude, the trick or treating was, was so. I was so funny. I was dying laughing. Like, uh, I'm glad they. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Who did they do that against? The Flames? I think it was against the Flames. I think it was the Flames that went in there and lost. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That was just clutch. Okay, so uh, do you guys have it? Like, I can't believe they're at nine for you, Ben. Uh, why? They're not. They don't. They haven't looked that good. I I 
Ajo's looks. I disagree, man. I think they've looked really, really. I, I think I think having them at three is is weird than having them at. Nine. I, I'm gonna say the same thing I said last year when we were doing the playoffs. Like, if you actually watch them play like full games against teams. Oh, they're Man. yeah, they're out shooting. That's Carolina. That, that's well, that they have puck in. possession. They have they that's shoot. They their power did. play is actually that's, looking happy. The shots aren't that like high quality. Here's their here's their goals for forty five goals against thirty three. Like that's a that's a giant spread. They're 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 deep. Like Ham, they're, they, Hamilton's leading the team sixteen points. He's a defenseman. Sveshnikov is popping off. They're literally the same team as last year. Sveshnikov they're, had like thirty five points last year. Remember. He's got 14 and 13 this year. Like, they're just an evolved Same form team. of it. They don't, Actually, have, they this, don't have Justin Williams. This might make sense. They're 9th no, they in Zingle. goals for, 7th in goals against, 7th in power play, 12th in penalty kill. They're not at... And they're not even at... They're not even... They're not even at final form yet, though. But we're doing... So that's why you have them at number 3? I don't know, man. I I think it's fine. I, 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 even, I, I honestly think, like, we're looking right now lineups stats everything i think they're the third best team in the nhl you can look at averages uh, i'm gonna meet him in but the like a lot of the other teams a lot of the other teams will be like third in goals for but they'll also be like 28th in goals against they've maintained an elite level in all the categories i think that's impressive for me is it top two worthy no which is why they're three but if you look at all these other teams would i take carolina over buffalo yes would i take carolina over colorado yes would i take carolina nope. over the islanders yeah and then they're obviously better than those other like over Van, yeah. Over the Knights, yeah. Over Nashville, yeah. Like, well, let's look at if we're doing power rankings. On, I, I had the them lower, and I just kept moving them up because I'm like, I'll take them over all these other teams. The Canucks are seventh in goals for, fourth in goals against, eleventh in the power play, and fourth in penalty kill, which is okay. better than who has better defense? Who has a better defense score? Uh, Carolina. Carolina. Has, but who has a better forward core? Who's currently who has it all together? Who has an all together better forward core? Uh, the stats currently yeah, but say who's, the Canucks. Who's, it's you might close. like Carolina's roster. That's great, but they still need to actually produce in order actually for them to be. But they are. They're they're starting to produce now. I mean, they just scored seven goals. The Canucks scored five four games. The in game a row. before the game before they they beat the Flames. Hold on, let me let me look at their their last. Let me pull this up here. I, I see what I'm you're saying November. with what they what they could have. They shut out Chicago four nothing. They beat Chicago the Flames two one. They beat they beat <laughs> Detroit seven three. Uh, They're uh, all three of those teams are all very meh. I don't know. They beat Tampa Bay at the start of the year. Like I I I, I don't know. I really like this team. I like them. We tell you you compared them to New York. They beat New York. The Islanders five two. They're just a better version of New York, and you had New York at three. So I don't know what you want me to say. I, I just they're they're not like a top three team in anything in any like one except maybe their defense is is obviously one of the best in the nhl but their forward group is in top three their goalie they're is in not, top three so they're not top but they're three, at, but they're ranking. they're definitely top 10 and then their 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 d just elevate them up there that, well that's where that's where ben has them top 10 that's where i, I have them right in the middle of, almost right in the middle of you guys at five and I think i'm that's fine with you best. having them at five but having them at at nine where they're like the defending semifinalists, like top four team, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I, so. Are you gonna raise a banner for that, like Nashville? Like, <laughs> defending well, I, I, for, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Eastern Conference champions, and I was like, wait, they definitely <laughs> they lost. They definitely got swept. So I had to correct myself. But no, like you know what I mean. They, they went to the semis last year, and they got better this year. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that they've they've done anything to say that they're they're not still that team 
but they're start. I think they're starting to slowly figure it out where they're they're starting to get better, and I think that's where I think that's really that's really scary, like for me. So yeah, we can agree enough. disagree on this one. I think that I think that's it's gonna be fun to watch this team throughout the year and uh, have them prove you guys wrong. I think. Um, yeah, it'll I've be interesting it to see where the defending semifinalists go. <laughs> Can we get a shirt made for that? Can we get a shirt? I've never Team heard like that. Someone say that before. Defending semifinalists. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say conference uh, champions, but I thank God I didn't say that because, like, I mean, they got swept for Christ's sake. But yeah, that would. Be um, nice. Okay, at two, who do you guys got? I got uh, Washington. Yeah, same. Or I have Washington as well at number two. Okay, so we all have. Washington. Why not? Okay, well, who do you guys have at one? Boston. I think we, Boston. Well, we the Bruins, and Bur- okay. because they are so sick. It's crazy that a team like that goes to the Stanley Cup Finals and has this hot of a start that they did. You know, playing that late in the summer, dealing with playoff injuries that you're covering from over the off season, and then coming into the year and going nine one and two and second place in the NHL. That's pretty sick. Three three words. Tuka fucking Rask. Guy's been insane. Yeah, oh, he's also got a really good defensive cord, but, but yeah, I agree. He's been really good. This is a guy that's supposed to be like inconsistent, and, and a guy. Well, he he has been, and this year he's just been a rock. Like he's just the thing about them so too good. is is they've beat some pretty good teams. Like they, they beat, have their strength of schedule solid. They beat uh, Toronto twice. They shut out defending Stanley Cup champs. I gotta write that time, guys. <laughs> they, they 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 beat St. Louis. They beat the Blues. Yeah. Uh, they beat, well, I mean, the teams they, they lost they to, though. Vegas. They beat Dallas. They, they, beat, they beat Dallas. The teams they lost to, Colorado, we all said are pretty good. I mean, if I have them, if I have uh, Ranson, if, if Ranson and Alanis Cogger in the lineup, I have them above Carolina at four, or at three, and then I'll move Carolina down to four. But without them, so, I mean, they lost their top three team, and then they lost to Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay is an interesting one because, like, none of us had them in, in our top ten. And that will change. Like, I, I, I would guarantee you before the year, we would all have them one, right? Oh, yeah. So maybe like, a, is there, can we do like a prediction on how long it's going to take for them to get into our top 10 here? They got some stuff to figure out. So I'm going to say it's going to take at least till December. December. Okay. So it's going to take another month for them to get yeah. into the top 10. Is this good for Tampa though? Yes, I think it's, I think it's good for them. This is kind of what Spit and Chicklets said. And I listened, I thought they did, made a very good point is this team has had no adversity until last playoffs they yeah, had nothing yeah. and so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna it carried over a little bit and it's gonna be tough but they are too good not to figure it out that team yeah, is too good they're too well really coached they're too good their the defense is good their goaltending is good and their offense is unreal like they're, they're too good of a team to figure it out they just have to fight through this adversity they will do it by december 1st they're probably top five in the power rankings is there where would you rank their forward group in the NHL. Probably top five to top three, maybe, in the NHL. Yeah, they're up there with Vegas. It's, yeah, them two. I, I mean, if I read their second line to you guys, it's, their second line is Palat, Braden Point, and Tyler Johnson. That's pretty solid second line. That, that's pretty sick. You think so? Yeah. You think oh, that's top yeah. five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, 100%. so especially with Stan, you also have to factor in like Stamkos and Kucherov in your top line. No, no, I, they're top. They're they might they probably have the top line in the NHL, right? They're I think probably they're, probably number two. Their second line is probably top five second line in the NHL too. 
Yeah, I, I don't know about that for me. I'd have to I'd have to like write it down and think about it. That might be an interesting topic for for next Tam- episode. Tampa's also. But I've, I've been Maroon, I've been trying to think so. about this, and I, I kind of want to do some more research into why they've struggled here. I know Hedman has gone down with an injury. Uh, I think Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky is a huge injury right there. Big rig. You need that yeah. guy. In your well, he's the best. He's the best defenseman in the NHL. Uh, That's also debatable, but he's top five, sure. Hedman, you, you don't think he's top? You don't think he's the best? He's. I think John Carlson's probably the best defenseman in the NHL right now. Oh, currently, yeah, I would say Car- uh, Carlson. But I would say like overall last defensive. three years, I, I would say Hedman has been the best. Sure, I, I I could agree with that. Okay, but yeah, no, I agree. Carl, I think Carlson is the best player in the NHL this year. Like he's, he's been lights out. He's been insane. So, um, maybe yeah, maybe next episode I'll I'll try to do put together like a little like package on Tampa Bay and maybe put together some arguments as to why they're they're struggling. That might be that might be something to be cool because I I honestly don't know I'd have to look at it more because I kind of looked at their second line and I thought to myself I went huh like I like Braden Point but is Palat and Tyler Johnson that just kind of screams third line to me I don't know what it is ah. like I like Stamkos I like Kucherov I like Points I like Sorelli but then like I don't know Palat Kalorn Tyler Tyler John Tyler Johnson's okay Matthew Joseph. Their fourth line is is it's meh. Can we, can we talk I, about a team that everyone thought uh, was gonna be in this power rankings before the year started? The team with Dallas? the best off season. Dallas? No, no, no. The team with the best off season. The consensus best off season by pretty much everyone who pays attention to hockey. Florida? No, I'm lost here. I, uh, for me, it was Dallas or Florida. So. Really? They're the best? Oh, I guess yeah, you don't like P.K. Yeah. Subban, so I think that makes sense. Why you Oh, the there. Devils. The Devils are the worst team in the NHL for me. They are, but they probably had the best consensus offseason. And that's 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 debatable, right? Because, Ben, you think L.A.'s worse. The Kings are worse. Yeah, I, I, I think the Devils are worse, but... Oh, I'm not talking about, like, who's the worst team in the league. I'm just saying, like, you know, what happened? Everyone was so hyped they have on no defense, all their man. acquisitions. They have no defensemen. It's what I said. Subban is, no is not... As advertised, dude. He, he can't play defense. And Corey Schneider is. Sounds like they Corey need Schneider is, back. is as Corey, advertised. Corey Schneider is, uh, for uh, dude, I, I pray for him. Watching him, like he's gonna seriously, be, he's gonna blow up his hips because some of the movements that guy makes, I'm like, oh god, it hurts to watch. Eight forty-seven percent this year. Somehow got worse. And la- I don't know how he kept it over nine hundred last year. They're not well. They're they're just not good enough, man. Like their defense is just not there. They have Sami Vatnin, who's like you look at all the. De- they have nobody who can play defense on their defense. They have uh, Andy Green. If that's your best defensive defenseman, like you're in you're in trouble, man. Yep. And like you look at their forwards. Who in their forward group is going to contribute to defense? Nico Heischer, who's is, what is he twenty years old? Like you're in trouble. <laughs> I can't believe people had that team making the playoffs. It just dumbfounded me. I think you were one of them, Zane. I think you. Per- I think yeah, you I picked them. I had them. God, I was. That just blows me away. I am. I am. I feel bad for Blackwood because I actually feel like Blackwood's not as bad as his stats show. I just feel like that team has been so bad in front of him defensively. And obviously, yeah, he's had moments where he's looked crap, but he he hasn't had anybody to help him out to bail him out when he's had like. He's bad on the puck, and like he's got to play lights out every game, right? 
it's young for it's hard for a young goalie to do that so yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's uh hard to see why they're struggling but with that said do we want to maybe touch on uh we were, I just kind of quickly talked about uh, worst teams. I had we the Devils. Uh, ben, you had LA, uh, and I know I you kind of wanted to talk about them a little bit. Uh, well, let's just, let's, I, let's I, end here. Well, I just want to thank Drew Doughty for giving us our bunch of jerks uh, slogan for the year. Uh, he comes out after we beat them eight to two uh, a couple couple weeks ago and says we shouldn't be losing uh, to a team like that or shouldn't be losing like by a score like that to a team like that. Basically, just insulting the Vancouver Canucks, who as we just all had them at least top seven in, in our rankings. And I think the Kings are consensus easy bottom two, bottom three team in the NHL. They're definitely bottom three. So yeah. I have no idea why Drew Doughty's running his mouth. Um, guy needs to shut it because I think, his hold team on. I, is sucks. I think I think they're bottom three when Quick plays. I think when Quick doesn't play, I think they're a little bit higher. But I think they're bottom. Three it, it doesn't. It doesn't. They're, it doesn't really matter. They are a shitty team in the NHL. If you're a bottom, if you're a bottom five, six, seven team, I don't think it really matters in the NHL, right? Yeah, you're shit. You're shit. Yeah. So, um, I, I just pray for like LA, like that contract could look real bad because I don't think Doughty, I mean, I think he's still got that offensive flair to him, but he's lost he, a little bit of it on the defensive gets, side of the puck. He gets beat all the time. Yeah. All the time. He, like, gets he got walked, he got walked by Brandon Sutter, uh, the other night and, and Brandon Sutter doesn't let, let, let's be very clear. He doesn't undress anyone. <laughs> no. And he sure, certainly shouldn't be undressing Drew Doughty, supposedly one of the best. Unless, unless it's, uh, who is that? Who was that goalie on the Oilers who he scored on the uh, penalty shot? Was it Koskinen? <laughs> I, I don't know who it was. It was. It was the same game Beagle sniped him, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was preseason, though, so who cares? It was. But, it um, no, but I, I seriously, like, I know that uh, the goalies haven't helped him at all. Like, I think quick, like, obviously, you need some, your goalies make some saves. But, yeah, he's he's looked like he's – I don't know if Drew Doty's ever really been, like, the best in his own zone, but – Yikes! It's really showing this year for me. Like well, uh, he's really points aren't even that great right now. Uh, he's got like eight points in thirteen games. That's like not bad. Not for his contract. on a bad team. On a bad yeah no eleven million dollars. You should. You should be pushing point per like, game. That's what Kopitar is doing right now. So let's like. They got to make some trades here, right? They need to get rid of Jonathan Quick now. Whether that's burning him in the Myers. Oh. He, he is. I think you just. I think you just. I think you just. Try to ride it out with him and hope hope the guy turns it around. He can't though. He he's played a bunch of games. They keep think, playing think him. of it this way. Think of it this way though too. Like let's say you really want Lafreniere. What's the best way to get him? Just play Jonathan, Jonathan Quick. Quick. Yeah. yeah. So like he might be their meal ticket to Lafreniere, right? What a tough decline for. I, I don't but, even like Jonathan Quick, so I don't really mind seeing him struggle this bad. But like, like their forward group, they probably got to move on from Jeff Carter here if yep. they can. Maybe sell off Kovalchuk. Uh brown i think you keep kopitar just to help the young guys develop yeah uh and like for a fan thing here you're not gonna I mean, get much martinez martinez has probably got to get shipped off and then yeah it's rough like this this is gonna be one of the worst teams in nhl for the next couple they years do you have sure. a lot of prospects yeah, so coming suck up on that drew daddy <laughs> no they do they're they're top three in terms of prospect pools you're right yeah, i don't think there's a reason to get rid of jonathan quick let him be your tank commander for the year go get oh, uh, i agree I agree. I totally agree. Like, play him. Just get Lafreniere. If he turns it around, then you can deal him. Right? Yeah. I don't think there's any problem with that. Around, but yeah, yeah. If he can figure it out where he, like, some, like, maybe he has a 10-game stretch where he looks half decent, maybe you can get, like, a fifth-round pick for him or some shit. I don't okay. know. Like, you know what I mean? Who figures yeah. it out? Corey Schneider, Jonathan Quick, both or neither? I would have none, way... None of the above. Cor- Corey Schneider or Jonathan Quick? 
Corey well, what's figuring it out? What's Who's, figuring it out? Like getting above 900 or getting, what's the... Getting back to like who they were. Oh, who they were. No, no way either of them does it. It's like, definitely not let's, Schneider. Let's so not, it's it's quick or neither. It can't be quick. Let's not forget, quick was bad last year too. He wasn't above the Kings were bad last year, though. I know, and they're but they're not going to be any better. So there's the no Kings way were bad last year, but he was still making some really good saves. Right. Year, not, really but he still year. wasn't. A, but he still wasn't above nine hundred, and they're it, bad. They're worse. It seems so like no he walked way. into the year and just like I know we're tanking. Let's just yeah. Let's, let's just, just fucking tank. Yeah. <laughs> He, he he was like that the quick that walked out on stage in that uh, Stanley Cup celebration and was just dropping f bombs and stuff like he that that's the like maybe he's Most just like that. Most goalies do that. Corey Crawford did that. <laughs> goalies are beauties. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll you know what I'll take I'll take quick. I think quick bounces back. Oh, I'll take the I'll take that. Well, not this quick. year, obviously. No, I, I I think he I think he'll bounce back second half this year. Okay. No chance. Okay, I'm gonna take. It, it, uh, he's gonna below nine hundred all year. Well, what do you guys think? Let us know. Leave some tweet at us. Leave some comments. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Maybe we'll we'll circle back and do a power rankings around the forty game mark ish, or you know when we see some that we hate again. Maybe we'll, we'll we'll circle back to this. Let us know how you guys felt. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, um, and yeah, maybe look forward to a Tampa uh, segment next episode. Maybe we'll, we'll dive into Tampa Bay, kind of see what's going wrong with them. And maybe they've bounced it. Maybe they'll turn around by then. So uh but until then we'll see you guys in another couple weeks and uh thank you very much for all the support give us a follow at hockey heaven pod on twitter and uh yeah we'll see you guys later